All right, welcome back. And this is uh, the white wonder like the bread, Mike Metz. And I'm next to my, my guy over here on my left. The blue and yellow llama, the monk. Yo, good to see you, Lama. Good to see you, man. Good to be in the same room again. It is, it is. You know, it's uh, it was a struggle to get here. Oh, oh man, so are you, you going to say it? Am I going to jump right into it? Might uh, as well. The struggle is real. The solution is solid. Yeah, yeah, but it's... People, you know, I wish the solution was up front. And, you know, but it's, everybody looks at the struggle and everybody, you know, just... Not everybody. But there's a sense of hopelessness. Uh, I was at a meeting last night with um, families of loved ones who are in active use, and and just the, the you know you sit in that room and you see the terror and the heartache and and I mean it, the the struggle is very real, but the the solution is there, and for parents and family members of somebody in active use, you only have two things that you have control over. Self-care and hope. Yeah. You know, when people sit there and they go, oh, this is hopeless. I tend to be really not aggressive but forward when I say, no. As long as your child is alive, as long as your loved one is alive, there's hope. I'm hopeless. My son died from an overdose of fentanyl. And uh, I know what that's like. I'm the parent that no parent in any meeting wants to be. But the struggle is real. And there are solutions. There are solutions. There's a lot of solutions. There's a lot of hope. And just thinking about the energy that goes along with that, you know, when you when you feel that hopelessness or you feel hope, that energy is really important to harness and take care of and, like, fan the flames of. A year ago on Father's Day of 2018, my son, 37-year-old son Noah died. Um, shortly thereafter... Uh, when you sit around and you sort of go back through a life, uh, I decided I wasn't going to let him lose his voice at 37. I wasn't going to let him let his life be viewed from the last two years of active use and how he was really working and struggling to try to keep it together, working all week long and, and just running out of luck one night. And through his voice... Um, I've been able to be in front of a lot of families and and be able to be with people that, that are deep in the struggle that is very real. But talk about solutions. Talk about, I didn't come to recovery until I was 64. Not that I wish another 30 years on families, but it happens. If you put the, if, if you, I don't have to tell you, man, you know better than anybody, you get, to the point where you realize there's this is just this sucks, and you look for solutions, and the solutions are are, are abundant right now. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there for people, and there's there's something that maybe some people have to take into consideration is that they're part of the issue, that they're part of the problem, and family taking a harder look at themselves. And I know that maybe sometimes you know you think ah. I don't really know that this is my issue, but if we're able to like take a harder look at what our roles were and things and, you know, step back and just observe ourselves and maybe even put some pen to paper around these things and take a harder look at what our role was in, in, in anything really, enabling, whatever it might be. Yeah, and, and, and the, the work could change the narrative as well. You know, I hear that from parents all the time, you know, am I enabling? 
Am I, you know, if I if I get a phone card for my child so that my child can call or have access, is that enabling? I think what we need to do, my feeling is that we just need to have hope and take care of ourselves, you know, that, that we all get to the same place. It's an old, sorry, LSD term, peak at the same time, that, you know, that you, especially if you're in recovery, you know, I see, I see people in recovery and we see the families and, you know, the idea is to both get through the recovery together. And it's not whose fault it is. I mean, look at your life, man. Um, and how long you've been involved in working with people in recovery. Yeah, most definitely. And I also think about no matter how good a parent does, I think of my, my own parents, like they went nine for 10, but surely as an alcoholic slash addict, like I'm going to focus in on the one thing I felt they didn't do well enough on. So I think no, no matter what, no matter what family, you know, there's just no way to uh, make it all come together and have things be just so imperfect. That's, that's the fakeness on the TV that like, it's all just good. So what do you say to parents when uh, some of those parents that say, well, it's their choice, you know, they've, they've made this life. Um, I gave them everything they wanted. Yeah, and that could be part of the issue. <laughs> you know, uh, I think about sometimes, you know, growing up and having the opportunity to have two of things. Oh, I can't make a decision. We'll get both. You know, and again, it's not their fault. It was what they felt they could do best is provide. But that whole call for more thing got initiated pretty early on. And, you know, the the, the thing of like detaching and being like, OK, go fix this person. Like it takes a family. There's no way around it. And for people to be willing to just take a look, hey, am I being too controlling? You know, I don't know if you know any people that care about people and they're a little too controlling. Ooh, wee. where do I begin? For sure, you know it, it's it's the I, it's yeah. the I, you know the I, I. did this. Yeah, and, I'm doing this, and we have some options. You know, people forget people forget who's in recovery. People forget who's dealing with this illness that we have, and and it's be well, you know, why can't they just pull up their big boy pants and and get over this thing? Mm-hmm. Heard mm -hmm. that before? Once or twice. Jeez. Once or twice. You know what's dangerous too is when a family member and it worked for them, and then they base that on how others should show up. You know, because like it, it was maybe it was their bread and butter and it worked for them. I mean, to be open minded enough to consider that maybe it's just not going to work for them because it's you're not the same individual, and it could be that simple. Yeah, I like your shoes, but I don't want to wear them. Exactly. Exactly. Walk the walk. Um, anyhow, like talking further about struggle and stuff like that. No, nah, you know what? Rants are good, but like struggles, like do you, uh, do you witness any struggles for yourself at all lately or, or the rituals still taking care of a lot of the struggle? Um, the struggle's always there, you know, sometimes the struggle is ritual. Um, but it, it, yeah, I'm no, I'm no different than anybody, man. You know, it just... I have to deal with the same things that brought me to this point. Uh, having a conversation with my oldest daughter the other day and about how, you know, my my use, you know, wrecked a relationship, wrecked a marriage, wrecked a family, but everybody's, you know, my kids are all cool with it now knowing what I do, but 
it it's like I wouldn't be here next to you doing this thing we do on a monk and a Mets here on Radical, Radical Recovery, Recovery Radio. Radio. Boy, that's the first time we said that in the last ten minutes. But I wouldn't be here if it, if I wasn't an addict, if I didn't have a drug addiction, an alcohol addiction, if I didn't go through the struggle, and that if I didn't find a solution which helped me get through the struggle. Yeah, and being able to look at the flip side of it and be like, wow, I would have never met this individual had it not been for getting into recovery. And I think the same could be said for families. You get to meet a lot of really awesome people if you just put yourself out there. And in and, and, and a family... You get to meet again the person you knew, you know, the person that you grew up with. Um, suddenly it's, it's, you know, I see it a lot in people that are in recovery, are strong, committed to their program and, and making it work and seeing how families respond to, you know, there's that sense of trust that we always have to deal with, you know, nobody scams like an addict, as they say, um, but the hope the hope that families have for somebody who's in recovery. Um, it brings you to the other side, as you said, you know, you walk through the fire. There's nothing better than the simplicity. You know, you and I, uh, I don't know, it was a couple weeks ago or something like that. We had the uh, pleasure of meeting a mother of one of the guys that we've worked with closely here. And to see her elation and well-being because of how well her son's been taking care of himself that like the simplicity of that is is heartfelt and i never thought i could get so much mileage like on the inside from a sincere thank you that's 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 part of that's one of the biggest reasons why either of us do what we do in my opinion not to speak for you but i will you do so well though thank you uh, yeah i mean it's it's like I see the I see the look in people's faces who are thankful they got the gift of their child, uh, the gift of their loved one back, and in time they realize that for many of us, for you and I, sitting here, this is the way of life. This is you know I'll, I'll be ten years. You got what thirty seven years now, <laughs> uh, where you just know that I'm vigilant. I stay with the program. I know how I can get through this, how I've gotten through it for the last 3,650 days and how I plan to do the rest of this day. Yeah, and there's no gram like the program. Oh, man, it works. It really does. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing to see happen for for people. And then on the other side of it is the continuation, too. I'm a big believer in the continuation and like the teacher teaching what they most need to learn. And not just taking it so far, but like taking that next step to then find someone to help. And as life continues to move forward and it's not all about you, I think there's a lot of enjoyment and there's a lot of serenity and security and getting to a spot where every waking moment of the day is no longer about us all the time. Amen. Yeah. That and the Six Amigos. Oh, you're going to go there. All right. Six Amigos. Listen well, up, you, folks. You, you dropped the seven Ps on me. So the Six Amigos of patience, acceptance, tolerance, gratitude, willingness, and remaining teachable. Yeah. I yeah. hang around with them. I got this. Yeah. A day a day at a time, it's, it's possible to continue to stay on the path. And uh, it's also really possible to make a positive uh, experience for someone else in their life. So 
do what you can to get out of your own way, to put down the phone, to do whatever you need to do in order to be a part of uh, the greater good. And if you're sitting there listening to us in Dubuque, Iowa, um, and you've got a and you've got a friend who you're hopeful for, turn them on. Tell them that too. Tell them that. Yeah, Say, hey, I'm really hopeful for you, and it's nice to see you doing so well. Like, do yourself a favor and do them a favor and give someone a compliment. Yeah, and have them invite them over. Make some nice hot chocolate or tea. Little ping pong action. A little ping pong action. Do you know it, I'm known as the Shogun? Yeah, yeah. Of the ping pong table. Here we go. I just thought I'd throw that out there. The show gun. Are we going back to the chirping thing? No, I was just putting it out there. That's me. I know. I hear it all the time. That's pretty sweet, though, to get that title. And and you can be sure that if you're if you're struggling, if the struggle is real for you, that your boys, a Mets and a monk, are here for you, and are telling you that there's no gram like the program, and we're going to verbally vomit recovery all over this studio. Every time we can for you. Hey, hey, let's do this again. Shall we? Here on Radical, Radical Recovery, Recovery Radio. Radio.